it took me a little while to come around to the concept of community because as a growth marketer, you know, you directly correlate every action that you're doing to a revenue number. At the end of the day, that's your North Star metric. You want to reverse engineer everything and say, okay, paid's going to drive this much in revenue. You know, SEO or game is going to drive this much in revenue, like all that. Andrew, it's so wonderful to be here with you. Thanks for joining Leadtail TV and myself, and I'm just looking forward to this. Absolutely. Pleasure to be here. Thank you for the invite. You got it. You got it. Well, why don't we just jump right in? I would love to talk with you about just first of all, Orbit, um, mm. because you are a community platform and community, uh, community growth platform, I should say, and community is one of my one of my, if not my favorite topic in the world, because of especially where we're at right now, we we're just talking off camera about community in mm -hmm. different places of the world and how we can build it. But you, you have a, a, a orbit has a different kind of view on community. Um, so I'd love to talk with you about that. What is community right. growth and how is yeah. orbit defining that strategy? Yeah, absolutely. So, so great question. So our, our positioning, as you see, is like community growth platform. And a lot of times people are like, what, what does that mean? You know, you're not the core community platform, right? So we're not Discord, we're not Discourse, we're not Slack, you know, where the communities are actually built, but we're that layer that goes on top of it. So we're able to, I mean, a simplified version, right? And if we were starting at the very basis of, you know, Orbit's creation, it was like, you know, we're, we're the analytics or intelligence platform that goes on top of that, right? So we're able to understand how many people are engaging with you, communicate with them. But we, we thought, you know, just being like, we don't want to lean completely into like a BI tool. We want to be something that actually helps people, you know, get direct impact. So with that, it's the growth platform because you can take all these metrics and all the data uh, about your community, and then you can layer on actions or activities on there. So, you know, maybe you want to send them a Twitter DM to invite them to an event that you're hosting or a meetup or something like that. So there's all these different levers that we've kind of built in there to take it from just intelligence and data reporting to let's take some action on this and actually, you know, implement these learnings. You know, it, it strikes me that, you know, we're, we don't realize how many platforms we're all on and yet we're, because now it's kind of like become table stakes, but we spend most of our day. And I know I do this like one, one minute I'm on Twitter and the next minute I'm on LinkedIn and the next minute I'm in, in my Facebook group. And then the next minute I'm in Slack and the next yep. minute I'm like, and so what you're saying is that you're giving, uh, I think, uh, a place to grow, uh, from a one central source source of truth. Is that kind of what I'm picking up on? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So one of the other phrases that we like to use internally is we're the mission control for your community, right? So you could have your community you know, spread out amongst different things. Like maybe you you have an active following on Twitter and so you're engaging with people there, but then you have your own kind of like invite only discord community or discourse community. So you have another group there and then maybe you, for some reason you wanted a Slack and a Facebook group as well. And so you have all these different groups. You can integrate all that inside of Orbit and with there, you can see how each, you know, you can kind of follow from a marketing standpoint, you know, that digital body language, right? You can see what they're doing and how they're interacting on all these different platforms and centralize it inside of one, you know, platform. But it's not direct competition with like HubSpot or Salesforce because we do integrate with those. And so from the marketer's standpoint, the marketer is looking at there and it's like, ooh, 
I can use this lead scoring data, even though that's not what it is. And, you know, you don't talk about that in community, but I, I come from growth. And so that always kind of jumps into my head. Ooh, these are some lead scoring factors that I could plug into, to, you know, a HubSpot. And that can give me richer data about that individual. Oh, I love that, that you can track the actual metrics of a community because that right. today is not something that most communities really uh, allow for because we don't see them as com true communities or maybe the platform right. doesn't see them the way that we, we want to. Uh, and you're giving us a chance. Uh, you're saying that there should be a chance. And, I, and as a marketer, um, you know, if you don't have a KPI or something to measure right. against, then what do you, I mean, it's, yes, I, I love that we help the world and we're giving back, but, but it, we also need to be dot coms, not just dot orgs. Um, yeah, so yeah. having KPIs is brilliant. How oh. do you use those to your benefit? Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things, this is a little bit of like a, a creation, uh, story of orbit and kind of where we're getting to, and this all leads up to the metrics, but before orbit was actually a business it came out with kind of like a thesis statement of what community is so that true like community-led growth mindset in that how do you build a community what are the things that we're looking at and how do we define that and so we've created uh, orbitmodel.com and so on there it goes into a lot of depth about how you actually build communities and then how it plugs in to all the different functional areas. So what happened was they put out this thesis and our CEO and our co-founders, uh, they were in the DevRel space, which is very much like open source, very much into community building. And they were approached multiple times of how do we take that and actually make it real, you know? So basically, how do we take the philosophy here and productize it so that there's a tool that we could actually utilize? And that's what they did. So basically their community push them into building this out. And so that's how we got our first initial users is everybody jumped on there. It's like, oh, I want to take that. I want to learn about Orbit model, the different like levels and scoring that you built out and actually have that dashboard or KPI metrics to show. And our, our CEO and as Orbit, we talk about this a lot is, you know, everybody has a go to market strategy, right? but there's not a go-to community strategy. And there's some differences inside there. So we think of community as basically a, a forcing factor or a forcing function of impacting like all the different aspects of an organization. So you have sales, success, marketing, hiring. And within the Orban model, we actually break down different metrics and ways that you can link that back. So for example, like sales, you know, community qualified growth, you know, or I mean, a community qualified lead is something that we'd look at. And so you look at things like, you know, this user, this who within the organization is actually using the product within your like community. And then there's different like activity levels within side there. And then who just self-selects and raises their hands and say, hey, I, I'm already using the free plan. I'd really love to move into a higher level. How do I do that? So they reach out, they're in our Discord, they reach out, they raise their hands, they talk to our community manager. And our community manager is like, hey, here's our AE. And they pass over all the different engagements and everything that they've had activities. And then they're able to just, you know, convert. And so there's things like deals closed from community, but this is broken down into all the different aspects. So like I said, success, marketing, so forth, and separating sometimes that community or that the go-to community strategy versus the go-to marketing strategy is also important. So meetups you might not necessarily want to have a rev leader looking at a meetup where you're trying to build a community because a rev leader, and even me, I'm, I'm guilty of this back growth marketing, right? 
when they show up, how many can we close right there? How many trials are you going to get from there? You know, what are we going to do? That doesn't really align fully with like the long tail strategy that's involved in community. And so that's where you have a little bit of difference and maybe not be directly reporting under like a rev leader on there. There's ways that it impacts, but having that separation, is also really important. Oh my God. I I'm having like goosebump after goosebump after goosebump here, because there's so much that we spread ourselves thin yeah. doing to try and maintain one community right. and, 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 uh, seeing and, and reporting the value hmm. of what community is, is, yep. is so hard for every community manager out there other than Absolutely. you guys should get in here and see what's happening. You can't do that. You can't get right. everybody to go. You should come in here. They have full-time jobs. They can't see yep. what's happening, but they're the magic of what's happening in all of these mm. is, is the, the brilliance behind the analytics of what you're talking right. about. You know, it's such an, an incredible um, thing to be able to do. Um, and what I'm also curious about is just even in your own background, um, you know, you you are, as I understand it, you're in growth marketing or have been in growth marketing for quite a while. Do you see any crossover between the concepts and tactics of growth marketing and this new strategy of growth community or growth through community? Right, right. So, yeah, I, I'd say that I... I've built my career on growth marketing and it's something that, you know, I'm always going to be passionate about and I'm still heavily involved in, but it took me a little while to come around to the concept of community because as a growth marketer, you know, you directly correlate every action that you're doing to a revenue number. At the end of the day, that's your North Star metric. You want to reverse engineer everything and say, okay, paid is going to drive this much in revenue, you know, SEO or games going to drive this much in revenue, like all that. And it was really my first introduction when I worked uh, at Agora Pulse. I was the VP of growth marketing there. Oh. And yeah. And we brought on a, a community leader. I believe he was uh, director of community at IBM and he came over and joined us and I was talking to him and my brain just couldn't wrap around. I'm like, I get community kind of, I'm thinking of it as like, you know, these are brand evangelists, you know, eventually they're going to convert and they're going to, you know, pay us. But it was working with him and understanding the longer term, you know, aspects of it, that it's going to take six to 12 months for us to launch this program. And then we're really building true relationships, one-to-one relationships and eventually at scale. And then, so that always like, I'm like, wow, okay. That's what a marketer's always wanted to do is one-to-one personalization and language at scale because we we broadcast our messages um and so i i have a, like i'd say evolved a bit from just the growth mindset into connecting that to community and really understanding that you know a lot of just educational material and top of funnel content and really being there as a human you know and not just like a number creating those human interactions at the end of the day that's what matters and so there's definitely a lot of overlap there and i think as a growth marketer, I've learned a lot on, okay, this isn't just a lead that's converting into an MQL, that's converting to an SQL, and eventually, you know, yes, we get the revenue. This is a real human going through this, and how do we best support them? Because at the end of the day, even if they don't become a customer, we've built a great relationship. They're in our community, and there's always word of mouth, and they might not be in funnel right now, but they're referring other people that end up converting. And it's like, oh, and that's just good business at the end of the day. So there is a lot of overlap. It, it well, you know, so my background and my the book that I wrote is called Human to Human. And so right. you're like really digging into the thing that matters the most mm. that which is 
uh, to me anyway, which is yeah. uh, the layers of relationship that we're building. And to be able to do that digitally, right. especially when we're all remote or most people are remote yeah. uh, and we're, move, we're moving into this digital relationship uh, uh, even more so than we were. Yeah. And we said that we were there two years ago. We said we're there one year ago. And now all of a sudden right. a pandemic breaks out and we're like, oh, it's human to Zoom to human. I mean, yeah. that's the whole life that we lead now. So and, and to have community built into this digital uh, you know, platform that we all are a part of now is is really really uh, important. But how do we um, how do we grow and scale it and and still have g- good quality relationships, um, even deeper relationships? Um, right. You know, I'm sure you ran into this at Agorapulse, uh, and and as well how you see community to, today. And I'd love to yeah. know like what what is this how does how do we move things forward so that we can deepen the relationship do you have any thoughts on yeah. that yeah yeah absolutely so uh, we all like models and frameworks right it's the easiest way for us to understand you know okay this correlates to this this leads to this and so in the orbit model uh we use language that we've created that all is like space kind of focus right so you have gravity and that's where you really understand if people are moving closer to you or they're moving outside of your orbit and then within that we have different orbit levels and so within there we understand okay this person based off of and there's all these different i'd say core factors that we built into each you know level but they're not necessarily you know applicable to like everybody under the sun you have to spend the time and understand who is your community? Why did you even build a community? Uh, and there's, I'm not going to go down this rabbit hole, but there's, we call them like the three P's. Uh, there's different types of communities, right? There's product communities, practice communities, and communities of play. And so there's the, all these different things and it's understanding what you're focusing on, what that end goal is, and then building out those metrics specific to your levels of orbit, right? And so you move from the outside orbit level five, four, three, two, one. And those are easy ways for us just to get a mental snapshot of these people are engaging with us. And these are the factors within each one of these that are increasing their love for us, you know, uh, throughout all these different places. And so like orbit level zero, really those core, core people they are mostly like team members, founding members, employees, and orbit level one are really those early adopters and customers that are our brand evangelists and out there. And they don't necessarily even have to be using our product. You know, sometimes when they're over level one, they're just huge advocates of us and maybe just didn't, you know, align with them at that time. But they're still in our discourse. We're still educating them. We're helping them. We're supporting them. So that's kind of how we track it internally is through these orbit levels. That's fascinating. So I love that because it's kind of how we peel the onion uh, right. as we're getting closer to each thing in our life and get closer to the center. So I just imagine the orbit of being on the outside and moving into right. the, into the center. If I'm picking up this uh, you know concept correctly and how yep. you're starting to become closer and closer and pe- really like you know to the soft core yeah. center of the onion, which is absolutely like the juicy good stuff, right? Like and that's yeah. where you want to be. And when you're there, there's you know you almost built like trust at such a good level that they'll go out and and be an influencer for you or do something that's even beyond uh, a relationship would that you would normally have and and how do you you know is it i guess what i'm trying to ask is is there uh is there a difference there between um how you see you know, metrics versus revenue, um, you know, mm. like what, like the difference between, you know, this matters as a relationship versus this matters as like a revenue stream for us. 
Right, right. So, I mean, there's there's different things that we look at and it's different on, I mean, again, we go back to the one-to-one -one relationship, right? So there's some people that you could draw a direct line. Uh, you know, they went through like a, a normal, you know, funnel thing. They had the problem. They jumped on there. Uh, they started engaging. They joined our discourse. Uh, they started talking to us. They went through like a freemium, you know, product. They tried it out and then they're like, oh, I really like this new feature. So what they did is they actually write an article for us about a new feature and then they share it with us. They're like, oh, we're huge advocates. And then they, you know, converted. And because they shared the article, it's like, oh, look, we get referral traffic and everything like that that's coming to our site because of this individual that we didn't necessarily, I mean, we weren't forcing them to do it. We're not paying them for this exposure. It's just natural user generated content. And there's all these different paths that can happen. The beauty of having some tracking and in the digital age is we can see those different touch points and some things happen really fast uh some things you know six months a year down the road somebody wrote an article that we didn't even know about and hey we had somebody sign up now because of that who we impacted years you know ago so there is revenue correlation but i wouldn't say that this is like the cleanest attribution model that you can go through but then you can also as marketers argue about it which attribution model is the best? Should we go first touch, last touch, linear, all, all that fun stuff. So this is just another data point that you can bring in and use that and say, okay, this is impacting us in the long term. And over time, you start seeing that compounding effect of community and all these new paths that people have self-selected, you know, to come in and join us. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, there, it reminds me that um, that there are a lot. There's a lot going into a lot of different places, and it's really right. tough to find the needles in the haystack, right. um, like the things that really, really like come through. Like you know, when somebody shares something that's so profound and yep. everyone missed it, uh, yep. or or something that someone says like how how your software helped me to achieve this incredible thing that I overcame that I'd never had been able to. And everyone misses it. Right. And like, right. so how, how, help me understand, like, how do you stop missing all of the needles in the haystack that start to become the thing that actually creates the bigger thing, which is why we're in business. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So let's say somebody shares something on Twitter that they had this great interaction with us. Uh, and you know, this helped, you know, solve a pain point. So we use our own tool, right? And so we know who's engaging with us. And so we're able to say, you know, this is one activity that moves them closer into, you know, another level of orbit, right? So they moved from maybe orbit level three to now they're orbit level two because of that. And then they went ahead and shared it inside of discourse. And then they decided to include it in a newsletter. Now we couldn't track the newsletter, but somebody mentioned because we can't put tagging in somebody else's newsletter, right? Uh, but we, somebody else brought it up to us and mentioned, and it's like, oh, this all connects back to, you know, this one individual. And we start seeing that individual's interactions with us and what they've done over time. And that allows us to know, okay, this person is really, you know, engaged with us. We, it didn't get a lot of promotion at that one time, but we can reach back out to that person and say, hey, from a marketer standpoint, that's out in the wild. Do, do you mind if we take a screenshot of that and use that in maybe retargeting ads, you know, for people further down, you know, in the funnel? It's like, yeah, we didn't ask for it. We didn't pay for it. They're like, 
they shared it. We were able to track that and see that that happened and we're not being creepy, right? Because they're already engaged with us and we have that relationship and we want to get the permission if they're good with it. Um, so that's like one small use case of how, you know, you can track this and then that retargeting ad using this social proof drives additional revenue. So there's all these secondary benefits that you can, you know, take from that community interaction. Wow. So attribution wise, it really does start to bring in the CRM element of understanding the relationship and how it mm. all plays a part so that you can attribute it all the way back along the storyline of where it fits yeah. and who fits where and, and all that kind of stuff, which is the Mecca for mark marketers. Um, Absolutely. As you're looking at that attribution and trying to, uh, you know, let me, let me actually shift gears here and, yeah, and, yeah. and also understanding like how you, we know how how you now correlate it, but is is that now a human process or is mm. it an AI process or is it like, will it be machine learning? Like there's so like for companies that have so much data, right. like that just seems like a lot of tagging to go through oh, yeah. and go, oh my God, how am I going to keep up with my, this is my full job just to tag all this stuff. Right, right. So when communities are being built out, they're at different stages, right? And so inside of Orbit, there is tagging, there's event tracking and all that, but you need to set up like with any tool, you know, the basic, uh, I'd say like guardrails that you're looking at. And so then you can have those applied, but it is, I mean, it's a manual process, uh, you know, at first until there's enough understanding of there that it's like, okay, yeah, boom, you know, this person did this, that makes sense. Moving within the Orbit levels, you set up those activities and we help you. We have concierge onboarding and all that. We help you set that up at the beginning so that that starts moving. We know these activities and what's gonna happen. And so they move throughout your Orbit level. So that's not something you have to, you know, manually do, but our team is always there to kind of help you through that. There has been associations, you know, saying that we're like the CRM for community, but we're not trying to just get into that space, right? That's why we're, we're partnered in, in, you know, in uh, integrating with HubSpot and Salesforce because that's what they do. This is a separate area of community that isn't being plugged in you know, to HubSpot. And other teams besides your community team can have access and that's how it plugs into you know, for marketers and for salespeople you know, inside of HubSpot. Eventually, it might make sense to move them inside of Orbit too and like look at what's happening there. But right now we primarily just focus on community managers uh, who are running these, you know, these teams. You know, there's, um, it, it's, it's so good to hear that it's technology and humans working together. Uh, that, that it makes so much sense, especially when it, we're talking about a human uh, you know, um, conversation or humans talking to hu other humans. And, and so, you know, there's, there's just so much that goes into that and, and to be able to also, uh, you know, think of what is the response that I want to give here and, and thinking through all that, um, and building rapport, knowing what to say, we've seen many fails out there, yep. uh, from companies or heck them not replying at all. Um, yep. and so, you know, how do you, see uh, engagement from the brand becoming more consistent, more human, more yeah. creative, more funny, more humorous, more, more emotional so that the people go, wow, this really is a real person. And it's not yeah. like the brand just doing their, you know, templated, this is what we say and, right. you know, robotic kind of thing. So how do, how yeah. do you see that? Yeah, no, that's a great question. And I, I do have to say that I'm like a tech nerd, especially when it gets into like GPT-3 and machine learning and all that. And there's so, 
so many cool things coming out from that. But it, it is also, you know, founded on, you know, the humans who wrote the code, right? And that's with everything that we do. So in community, you know, you can't ever take the human out of it because that just defeats the entire purpose of having a community and having one-to-one -one relationships. Uh, no matter how smart GPT-3 becomes or like the next evolution of it, uh, you need to have that human engagement. Sure, from the from the brand side, you know, we set up our brand voice and our brand guidelines and everything. And so we do have that tone that we're trying to, you know, use and represent us, but that's kind of built into who the community is and who we are as an organization. So I think as long as you understand who you are, and you you approach it that way you're still going to need the human you still need you know the community manager who's engaging one-to-one -one with people who's responding the social media manager that comes from a different you know perspective but also you can think of it they they are engaging with a community and building a community even though it's kind of like a different you know uh focus and different title uh but it's all about the human aspect and i think we've as a society we're definitely heavily indexing on the AI and machine learning aspect, I think maybe too far that we need to just bring it back to, yes, technology is a tool, but at the end of the day, it's the humans, you know, and that one-to-one -one connection that's really building longer-term brands and relationships. And that's, that's so crucial. Amen. Amen. That's all I'm going to say. It's just I'll amen. step off the podium You're, now. Go, I'm like, like you keep going because that that's where that's where I'm I'm at too. I, I really believe in it, and 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 you know sometimes we get into this uh, you know the revenue side of what now of what you're talking about because you know once you cross over into you know a transactional relationship then they see it coming a mile away unless there's a, a way for us to work together because we have entered that um that that orbit if yeah. you will and so see i'm learning and so <laughs> if, if we could what does that look like um how how do you correlate community and revenue um, yeah. and, and really seeing that, uh, and I know it's not the core, the whole thing for why we exist, but how yeah. do you correlate that? Yeah, absolutely. So I think a great phrase that our founder, uh, Patrick Woods came out with is that software is no longer sold. It's adopted. And that also goes to the, I think the, the rallying cry of product led growth as well. It's, you know, people are moving to where the decision maker doesn't have to be, you know, sold by, you know, uh, a salesperson anymore. You know, they don't have to jump on that demo. They don't have to be like hard pressed on converting. They have all the decisions, you know, at their fingertips. Right. And so even on like a PLG side, uh, there's a lot of, uh, I think discussion around not even gating with like a free trial or a freemium at all, the product, letting people go in there anonymously, use it, play around with it. And if they see the value, then that's when they put in their, their information and convert. And so I think that's the thing, right? With community, uh, you're going out there and you're, you're building those relationships and talking about, you know, what, how you can solve these problems, how you can engage with everybody. Product-led growth is also like one of those motions that are brought in there that people can test things out without having that, oh, I have to jump on a sales call and convert right now. So, community aspect i think is directly related to revenue because you can't force people to buy anymore you know you're going out there and you have to educate them hubspot even though i mean they, they have massive community and everything they use the inbound motion right and really define inbound marketing but they were building a community you know they're going out there and they're giving all this stuff away and educating without like 
a direct ask, like you have to convert right now. And so they've kind of laid a lot of the groundwork for that. And I think community is still such in, in its infancy when it comes to actually like on, online and digital and building that out, that, you know, things are being defined and we're figuring it all out kind of together. So there is that revenue correlation, but you just have to, you know, build it out. Yeah. I love that. Software is not, uh, is no longer sold. sold. It's adopted. Yeah. That, right. that right there is just, uh, you know, really brings it home for me. Mm. Um, I, I've got two more questions for you. Okay, One is sure. um, how can an organization deploy you know, something like this and a community led growth marketing strategy. Um, right. you're, I mean, there's no one better than you guys. You guys actually built the tool while you, yeah. while you, you built the plane while you, while you flew it. Um, <laughs> right. and, and so I uh, talk about walking your walk and what, yeah. what's the starting point and how does this strategy scale? Yeah. So from just a purely educational standpoint, and I'm not encouraging anybody to go sign up for our platform, even though that'd be great. You know, I love it, but just check out orbit model. You know, there's no pressure to sign up for anything on Orbit Model. It is the thesis and philosophy behind building out a community and what all those stages are. Uh, and it walks you through, you know, defining who you, uh, who, defining your community, what your end goals are, and then all the different layers that surround that and all the different activities inside there. So instead of me lecturing, you know, for an hour on this, it's like, just check that out. You know, it's free resource. Uh, read it. It'll, it'll be really helpful. Uh, you support the national down syndrome, uh, society. Tell us yeah. about the organization and why you're so passionate about it. Yeah. So it's, it's really any organization that is supporting, uh, you know, individuals with down syndrome. Uh, I'm per like my cousin who reminds me every single year, uh, that she is nine days older than me has down syndrome. And so she's one of my closest cousins, uh, grew up with her throughout all my life and just saw some of the struggles though, that she went through as well as some the, the amazing person that she is. Uh, one thing just about my personal relationship with her is she's the only person that I know that has held the same position for 19 years. Uh, and I was just like, that's amazing. And she loves working with children and that's what she does. So this is a special organization, National Down Syndrome Association, that is helping these individuals, that brings awareness to to these, these special people in this special community. Uh, and so that's why I'm a big supporter of it. Oh, that's fantastic. There, There's a school here, a friend of mine started for uh, anyone with Down syndrome that can attend full time, and nice. uh, and you know, there's not many schools that that yeah. will allow you to do that to go learn, and they teach things like podcasting oh. and build, building websites, and they That's give amazing. you all the tools, and and it's just like an an amazing organization that that I've uh, been involved with here and there, and I just absolutely see the the value of things like that. Thank you so, so much for sharing that Absolutely. and for sharing everything here today about yeah. community. Cause I mean, right into the organizations and associations like that on into big world-class uh, communities, mm -hmm. they all matter. Thank you yeah. so much. No, thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, we'll, we'll have to talk again. And uh, yeah. thanks for, thanks Anytime. everybody for joining lead tail TV. We appreciate you and Andrew have a wonderful rest of your day and week, and we will talk to you soon. Thank you so much. You too. Take care. Bye-bye.